welcome to the Casual Anime Podcast. I'm your usual host, Frederick, and with me as always is Kashtan. Hello, hello, hello. Um, this special Christmas episode we'll be covering When Marnie Was There, I think it's called. Confusing English name, I've never heard it be referred to as such. <laughs> and I've never really actually heard about this film before you brought it up, so... Uh, when did you see this film? Uh, I bought it. Um, I bought uh, My Neighbor Totoro, uh, Spirited Away, and uh, When Morning Was There. In a, it was a, a pack in Norway that oh, came so out. It was uh, uh, dubbed, perhaps. Yeah, I, I watched it on uh, Japanese. Oh, okay. So, but can you get the dub in Norway? Yeah, you're putting me on the spot now. I have to uh, run and get the movie. <laughs> yeah, well, it's probably not important. Who, who wants to hear a Norwegian dub? <laughs> I expect no one. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, you can get the dubbed in uh, Norway. And Finnish. Oh, and Finnish. Yeah, because the girl is uh, apparently from Sapporo, which is almost the capital in Finland. No, 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 <laughs> no, <laughs> oh shit, <laughs> uh, Okay, well, uh, moving on. Uh, the film itself, uh, can you give us a brief rundown? Yeah, um, Anna is sent to the country for uh, health reasons. She has asthma, uh, where she meets an unlikely friend named Marnie, a young girl with flowing blonde hair. And as the friendship un- unravels, it is possible that Marnie has a closer has closer ties to the protagonist than we might expect. Which is, yeah. Uh, I think that's uh, basically all we initially need to know. Um, this is uh, the 2014 film by um, a not so very known director. I don't even know if I want to say his name. Uh, Hiromasa Yonebayashi. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and he seems to be a, like a key animator for uh, Miyazaki for the most part. I see him credited as such in a lot of his films and he doesn't seem to uh, get to direct as many films himself, but the thing he has in common with the two films he has directed, I think, uh, Marnie and uh, Arietta, is that there is a, there's a lot of sick children in them. So I really don't hope he has a fetish for sick children or that he has some kind of a sick child, because that would be horrible, but I see that as a theme at least. Yeah. Yeah, so um, Anna is like this super talented twelve-year-old uh, that's very antisocial. She's lost both her parents, and she lives with uh, foster parents in Sapporo, right? Yeah, and uh, not the Finnish town because uh, <laughs> that's not the Finnish town. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Yeah, Sapporo I, is yeah. like the winter capital of Japan. Yeah, because there was an Olympic there, uh, and that's what I remember. So sorry, sorry. 
and of course uh, they're not related by blood. It's very important to point out that uh, she and her foster parents are not related by blood. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. That, that's always a big <laughs> and, uh, deal in Japan. But especially in the little sister. Uh, yeah. Yeah, especially in the little sister incest yeah. category. But uh, we don't need to go into that right now because no, there's no this incest is Ghibli, in this. So, uh, oh. in this Well, well, actually, yeah. well, uh, no, 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 I don't think so. We, we'll get to that. <clears throat> uh, she's uh, living in the city. Uh, she gets an asthma attack. Yeah, because I don't know why. Stress, perhaps? Yeah. Because I but, think uh, the air in Sapporo should be pretty, pretty clean. I think your asthma has to be very serious for that to actually happen. Like I know there's like this uh, um, residence place for uh, asthmatic people um, in Holman Colm, like uh, above all the smog of Oslo, but it's not really something I've... Uh, I don't think it's very common if you have asthma, because I have asthma and... Uh, I only was there once for testing, and uh, I don't think anyone really lives there. So hmm. I don't think it's well. Maybe maybe the smog is worse in worse in in, uh, in Japan. I don't know. But at least she's sent to the countryside, and this is supposed to like uh, clear up all her problems. Um, and I don't think it does because I think her problems are more deep rooted than just asthma. <laughs> or what do you think? Yeah, yeah she's been through a lot, uh, as we get to know uh, later in the film. Uh, yeah, but I thought she was pretty unreasonable. Like, uh, even though you've lost your parents, everyone around you are nice to you. I yeah. mean, everyone. Or, like, there's some bratty kids around, but... Uh, the thought first occurred to me that maybe she was the one who's being super unreasonable in all of this. And I think, actually, I was right. For the most part. Hmm. Like, there's this, uh... Fatter, uh, girl who tries to get to know her. Very nice person. Um, very curious, though. And uh, she turns to her and just calls her a fat pig or something, <laughs> just to get uh, get her to leave her alone. And that's totally unreasonable. I mean, yeah, she wants to be isolated and uh, alone. Yeah, all the kids in this uh, film are totally unreasonable. Marnie too, yeah. when we get to meet her, <laughs> like she throws this uh, blanket over her nanny, and then they lock her in the room. Yeah. <laughs> it's so unreasonable. Where did they get these ideas? Well, um, it's based on a, a book, a novel from uh, yeah, long time ago. So yeah, it sounded like long a long time ago book because yeah. I think maybe the names were callbacks to like uh, the writer sisters uh, Emily Bront uh, and. Um, Anna, yeah, I think those were the writer's sisters, and there was a Charlotte in there too, I think. Okay. I'm not so yeah. sure though. 
Jane Eyre with Withering Heights. Well, whatever. <laughs> it's not anime related. No. no. Uh, but anyway, um, our shy, introverted, awkward protagonist, who dresses like a boy, by the way, uh, <laughs> discovers this abandoned mansion. And in the windows, she has like a dream of uh, this blonde-haired girl. And uh, I think we... I don't think the story ever portrays the girl as being real, because yeah, she, she never uh, appears and... to be real. Like, she always... Um, the mansion is always... Um, not in a rundown state when she appears and she always is gone again and uh, the main character is found uh, sleeping in a ditch or something so we understand that this girl is kind of part of her um, imagination or at least so we think yeah so I don't think she's ever portrayed as real um, in the sense that uh, other people would be able to see her because she's certainly real to uh, to Anna, our main character, and they go through their daily routine, um, trying to forget the surrounding world and learning about each other, and slowly and stead uh, and steadily we uncover like. Uh, the tale of what probably transpired and who this Marnie character is. And we learned that she lived for, uh, or like she's like a, I don't want to call her a ghost, but maybe a memory of uh, the person who lived uh, in the house previously. Yeah, a spirit, a spirit locked in the, the house. But, um, who turns out to be her grandmother. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. And the reason um, Anna has dreams about this house is that uh, she has seen this house before because her grandmother had pictures of it when she was very young, but her grandmother passed away. So uh, Yeah, because when... Uh when Anna's parents died, uh, the grandmother, Marnie, took her in to live with uh, her. Yeah. And uh, she was old and uh, not in good health already, so uh, inevitably she died too. And uh, Yeah, just one year, I think. From, yeah, and uh, Anna ended up in an orphanage. And yeah. then adopted by uh, uh, by Unicool. foster parents. Yeah. And I think she feels awfully bitter about that. She feels like she's a burden to people and that no one wants her. But this isn't true at all. No. That's just her interpretation of things because everyone around her really loves her. And even when she acts totally unreasonable, they're like, 
oh yeah, that's just how kids act. We have to be patient with them, we have to give them time, we have to understand them. And it's totally random if uh, if Anna lashes out, <laughs> out at you or not. It is so random, in fact. Yeah. Yeah, so it ends with uh, Anna finding out who this Marnie character is and uh, at last accepting her foster parents and all that. <laughs> I don't really know why I had to sit through all of this because I feel like it was a foregone conclusion of something that could be told in... 40 minutes maybe I'm not mm. sure though yeah it was a little long um, I agree to that um, uh, yeah I spent the first half hour not uh, being totally bored like uh, <laughs> not knowing what I was watching and what was gonna happen and why I was watching this Well, I think it tells a, a beautiful tale, uh, beautiful and sad, uh, because uh, this is the the last movie I shed a tear from, at least. Uh, you know, when um, when you see the scenes uh, where uh, Emily, the mother of Anna, dies, and yeah, getting. Uh, taken over by uh, Marnie and then Marnie dies if you don't uh, <laughs> get I a little emotional really there I didn't feel so much you didn't? Or, it yeah, was then, yeah. when Marnie's childhood friend told the story Hisaku I think she's called it was kind of nice because she is a known quantity we know about her uh, but when Emily dies because we don't know anything about Emily. We never know how she, how what she was thinking, why she kind of revolted, why she ran away from home. It's like said in like ten seconds, so you don't really care about her. Yeah, it said why she ran away from home because uh, yeah, money it's was ten seconds. Uh, ten seconds yeah. devoted to Emily yeah, and, and as a character. Yeah, and that's enough at least to make me uh, care about uh, this character. I thought it was brilliant. Um, well, it was a foregone the... conclusion, I think. Because <laughs> we know she wasn't alive, and we know she died at some point, and... Uh, yeah. I don't think it's uh, really a big reveal that we find out that they, were, they are related, so... And I think maybe the hints are there already. I think the hair thing, and maybe the eyes too, because Marnie. Yeah, uh, both Because Annie has blue eyes, Anna has yeah. blue eyes. That's not usual in Japan. So. Uh, hmm. But uh, what do you think uh, uh, about Marnie? Uh, how did she go back? You think it was a spirit in the house, or 
it's mostly memories that Anna has that she can't really explain because she's in the house before. Yeah. She remembers Marnie. Maybe not as a kid, but uh, she definitely remembers something. And I don't know. There were like uh, the diary too, because all the things uh, Anna and Marnie do together, um, Marnie has written about in her diary. I I would guess. At least one of the episodes she's written about, so I don't know why they follow that exact timeline without Anna actually having read the diary. That is quite sinister, and then suddenly a, a, a bunch of pages are missing for no particular reason at all. Just so we won't be able to know the end of the diary before the tower, um, before the silo scene. Yeah, what did you think about the silo scene, by the way? Yeah, it's blurry. Um, because it's I thought it was going to be I some kind of, uh, kind of a bigger reveal. Hmm. Um, I thought it was going to be like... Uh, her fiance turning out to be evil or like the classic <laughs> Disney thing, but apparently not. No. Oh. Um. Okay. Do we have a sound problem? Yeah, a little. Is it resolved? Maybe. Yeah. Is it a crackling? No, it's a, a, a dunk, like, dunk, 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 dunk. But uh, I think it's gone now. Uh, yeah, now there, there it is. I don't know. I can't tell you. It's like when you talk, uh, I think. So you shouldn't talk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, um, you take over then. <clears throat> yeah, I don't remember the silo scene, so... <laughs> well, um, Marnie is trapped in the silo, and uh, she's terrified, and there's a storm, and um, her fiancé comes and rescues her, being a white knight that he is, so... Yeah. Because uh, the nannies and maids were abusing her, and... Uh... I don't she know. Went. She abused them right back. I don't really know mm. about that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. The kids are up, super yeah. unreasonable in this film. It's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think uh, I think the writer has uh, little issues with kids. Mm. But do you think uh, Marnie came back? To help her granddaughter because she saw how troubled she was, or do you think it was like uh, she felt she had a job undone? Yeah, uh, I think that's what happened. Uh, 
she felt she had uh, let her uh, daughter down, Emily, and she was uh, wasn't gonna do that to her granddaughter. Uh-huh. So. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's any loving, or there's a lot of misunderstandings between parents and uh, children in this anime. Yeah. Because uh, Marnie is envious of Anna's life, and Anna is envious of Marnie's life. (laughs) And they live so completely different lives, like uh, Marnie is a rich kid, and even like her father is distance because distant because he's always at meetings making money and so on and so forth. Hmm. But at least she has parents and loving parents while uh, Marnie no no Anna thinks that her foster parents don't love her for some strange reason. Yeah, and it and it's because um She's found a receipt that they they receive money for uh, for having the her. state from having her, but that is usual, I think. Yeah, at least in Norway, but, uh, you get very much money to have adoptive kids. No, not a. Or I mean, yeah, not a, no, no, not I, I adopted. Mean, uh, I mean, no. uh, um foster kids yeah probably yeah. and especially if they have a medical condition I think you get that covered at least yeah and she definitely has a medical condition yeah asthma <laughs> and when all is said and done it wasn't an issue at all like uh, her foster parents just comes out and says we should have told you a long time ago that we received money for keeping you but we still love you, or that's not not an issue. We could have received no money, and we would still love you. So, <laughs> and she just accepts it, and it's like so stupid. I don't know why that is even brought up. <laughs> yeah. But you should probably say some nice things now because I'm just uh, being really mean to it, and I don't think it was that bad. So. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. Um... You know the ending is uh yeah, it's very very good. Um, yeah, maybe because the start was terrible, but <laughs> you know, you always like the animes where nothing really happens and uh well, I like character development and I like um and there's no character development at all in the start of this movie. There's like half an hour of nothing ever happening. And Anna being terrible to a bunch of people. <laughs> well, uh, like, do you know what such... frustrated me out of my mind in this movie, in the start at least? No. Uh, that Anna never got to show anyone her drawings. <laughs> I would have solved all her problems. Like, she get in- gets interrupted when she's gonna f- show her teacher her drawing. And then she refuses to show um, some other person her drawing, and like, I don't know why, because she's super talented. Yes, she's a tortured artist. <laughs> well, maybe. 
She's very uh, shy and oh, not shy, but she's very uh, inverted, introverted, maybe. Um, yeah, but I don't know why they were teasing us all these uh, scenes where she almost shows people her drawings. I just got super annoyed by that, at least. And there was also some inconsistencies, but I guess they addressed them, because when she first goes to the po post office, she's like terrified of the schoolgirl. But she's not terrified to wade across a body of water to get to this uh, overgrown mansion, <laughs> which looks super oh. creepy, and that's like, seriously? It's adrenaline, you know. No, it's like she's seen it before in her dream. That's yeah. probably why. It yeah. just seems so odd and out of character for her. <laughs> hmm. So, yeah. Um I don't think it's so much to be said. Uh, yeah, well, we should probably talk about uh, rating this movie. Okay. So, what do you think? Is this yeah, Miyazaki level, or is it? Not Miyazaki level, but uh, but it is very good. Uh, and you know, it's it's a movie you can uh, sit with your daughter, your son, uh, and show them. Uh, uh, a children's movie that tells a story uh, and not a story where uh, there are four uh, stupid bears that are jumping around and uh, chasing a son and stuff. Uh, and that's why I love Studio Ghibli. Because, There's no repetition uh, in this movie. No children are going to huh? like this. Yeah. Yeah, my daughter loves Totoro, so... But... If you show show it to kids, uh, <laughs> so many times they're gonna love it. But uh, yeah, I don't think enough happens in this, and I don't think it has enough memorable images to resonate with kids. But there's no catchy songs. There's no. eye-catching. The only thing that's eye-catching is the vegetable garden and uh, the food that they make, I think. <laughs> so... Uh, not one of my favorites, at least. Um, it's probably worth watching, but I don't... I think it's been done better before. Okay, yeah. It's uh, it was the last Studio Ghibli movie because uh, Miyazaki was uh, getting retired. But, wait, uh, no. Oh wait, yeah, the the red-haired witch film isn't by Ghibli, I guess. No, for some, re for some reason I think it's by Ghibli, but I don't remember what it's called now. Mary and the Witch's Flower. Yeah, that's it. 
I don't know why I think it's Ghibli. Probably because it's a lot of the same people that yeah, are associated uh, with Ghibli. It's very similar art style. Uh, and it's, uh, you know, who's directing it? Is it Miyazaki? Hiro Hiromasha Yonebayashi. Oh, it's the same guy. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably gonna, not gonna be so good. <laughs> I've seen Arietta, it's, it's not very good. Or like. I think he takes these stories that are interesting in concept and then he makes cool art for them. A cool world. And I think he forgets how to write characters. Hmm. I think he's like. Um, like every anime director, he's trapped in a few themes that he has to repeat again and again and again. It's like some true detective shit. Time is a flat circle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you surely have seen it. Like, uh, Miyazaki is the environmentalist with uh, kids growing up and moving to new places. Uh, while Makoto Shinkai is like the train guy and uh, he always has two characters that love each other but can't love each other because they're separated by um, either time or space or sometimes just moving apart and they just make the same movies again and again and again with the same themes so I think he has yeah. the same problem but uh, We'll see what his next film is going to be like. It'll be yeah. exciting, probably. And I see from his uh, from this Wikipedia site that he, he's done a lot of animation. Yeah, he's the key animator mm. for Miyazaki yeah. most of the time, I think. So he probably has a lot of experience working with really talented people. Yeah. And it's, he's tried to take the step up to be a director. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and he's very he's young, possible, young too. But... Oh, he's he, very doesn't, young. he doesn't look so young. No, but uh, he's uh, 44. So, uh... Well, Shinkai directed his first film at age 26 or something, so... Mm. <laughs> that is insane, though, so... Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> and, um... Uh, when uh, Marnie was there, uh, has been uh, was nominated for an Oscar in the animation category, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I feel <laughs> I feel that all of the big films from Japan should be probably nominated, but they rarely are because <laughs> a lot of the time it's about money and about who you know to get nominated. So. Yeah, and the last film that won was Zootopia. Uh, yeah, but that is a good film though, so... Yeah, I watched it. It's very good. Yeah. And I That's don't think true. we need to go into uh, the whole oh. why your name wasn't nominated controver uh, controversy, <laughs> because that's... Uh, I think that's a scandal in, in, in and of itself. Yeah, that was a very good film. Uh, we have talked about it before on the podcast, so yeah. 
Men uh, Hayao Miyazaki has been nominated three times and won once. Yeah, the Oscars love uh, Miyazaki, though. They, they love Ghibli. They mm. nominated, like, the Red Turtle film or whatever um, the last year. And I think that was Ghibli, right? Yeah, yeah. Red Turtle. And I think that's, like, a silent film where no... Uh, <laughs> there's no dialogue. Okay. I haven't seen it. Probably won't. <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, know what uh, it really is, but... Um, it's probably fine. It's probably like this beautiful story about uh, a sea turtle. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? <laughs> uh, but if we're done, we should probably wrap up, right? Yeah, it's a uh, little Christmas often. <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> You just gave it away. Yeah. Uh, I don't think. I don't think that they exists in um, traditional English or American culture, so I don't think that's even relevant. Uh, okay. Really? Yeah. Well, no, because the day in question is uh, the twenty fourth in their culture, like uh, Christmas Eve, and they celebrate uh -huh. Christmas twenty fifth while we. Celebrated on the twenty fourth, so hmm. it's not really the same, I guess. Yeah, that's some weird people. Ah, uh, yes, of course. <laughs> yeah, but they do get all the best animes, like uh, yeah. So I guess they did something right. Of course, of course. Uh, well. It's gonna be a short episode, but uh, good, good shit. Yeah. Um, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on SoundCloud. Yeah, casual anime podcast. Don't follow us in real life. No wait. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. Mm -hmm. Who knows my name?
I am.